You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hi guys, welcome back to 51st Dates. And this week has been full of new guests and I'm so excited. Um, It's kind of been rolling along really smoothly. I'm really happy with how this season is coming along because I really think that I'll be finished with it in the next couple of weeks. So that's always fun and exciting um, to kind of plan out my seasons because I get them done fairly quick. Um, So today I have a new guest and she was a referral from a mutual friend. Um, I usually go on Facebook and I'll post and talk about, um, just post and say, hey, I'm looking for new guests for my podcast and people will start reaching out. Um, And so Claudia is one of my friends and she, um, I met her through networking for a job that I was in a couple of years ago and she has been interested in podcasting. So she follows my podcast and she's always asking me questions about them. So, um, so she's always excited when I ask for guests or I'm trying to record my podcast because she, she loves um, just kind of giving me information or, or new guest ideas. Um, so today my guest is Karis and uh, we're going to let her introduce herself, tell us a little bit about um, herself. So Karis, I want you to start with, again, who you are, what you do, um, how old you are, and then your name is spelled really different. So I'm kind of interested in learning about your name. Yeah, so um, I'm Karis. I work in adult education where um, we basically help people get their GED, learn English, as because we have a lot of immigrant students. Um, and I'm going to turn 26 this coming Sunday, which is January 16th. Oh, nice. So I'm, I'm still kind of young. <laughs> yeah, very young. Um, and so about my name, it's spelled with an X. It's spelled X-A-R-I-S with an accent over the A. So it's, it's very unique and I've been called almost every single variation that people have been able to come up with. Right. Um, so whatever is easiest for people, I usually let it slide, but yes, my name is Karis. Karis. And so where are you from? Are you originally from Houston? Oh, yes. Um, so I'm actually, I really am from Houston, born and raised. Um, I live in the spring area over close, closer to Willowbrook. Um, but Houston born and raised all 26 years of my life. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, and so are you um, like, I can never tell, are you like Hispanic or white? You know, I am mixed so my mother is Hispanic and my dad is white, white, like the whitest white you can imagine. <laughs> That's um, so he, did the, he did the genetic test and everything. He is white. That's funny. Um, so you're 26 years old and how long or, okay, next, I'm, I'm like all over the place right now. So have you ever been married? Are you currently single? And do you have any kids? I've never been married. I am currently single. And I don't have kids and I don't think I will have kids. Um, I don't really like them. (laughs) I like them from a distance. (laughs) That's funny. Um, And so how long have you been single for? Uh, A long, long time, actually. I think my last long-term 
long-term-ish relationship was when I was 19. Um, but that thing only lasted about three months. So oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, so I've been single for a while. So since you were 19, you haven't been in another relationship? Correct. I mean, I've dated, but I haven't like actually said, hey, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, this is how it's going to be. No, um, it's always just been a date here and there and, uh, you know, fooling around. But mm, yeah, other than that, I've never really been in another relationship. Wow. And so then, and how long has your longest relationship been? Well, that one, it was three months. Um, okay. So it was like a friend from a friend, a friend of a friend, and uh, she hooked us up. And Mm -hmm. so he was technically her brother's best friend. And there was just something about it. He was like the first guy that I ever really dated, I guess. And so it was, it was new, it was exciting, and it was just it was a learning curve because I had to learn like, "Mm, no, that's not what I want. Um, That's not okay. So, and I've managed to learn all of that in about three months. So (laughs) that says a lot. That's good. I mean, for being so young, I mean, those lessons are sometimes things that really help you push forward in your relationship. So I think that you learning it, you know, early on is probably a, a big help. Oh yeah, definitely. So are you on dating apps? Like, how is it that you get your dates that you've gone on before? Is it like through dating apps or like people that you know? Because you said the one guy was your friend's friend's brother or something. Yeah. Yeah, So um, I am currently on a lot of dating apps. Okay. (laughs) So do you like them? I really do. I don't know why so many people hate them so much, but I think they're fun. I like to just see what's out there. So I'm on hinge and tinder right now but i used to do bumble um i really liked bumble um i don't i don't know it was just a weird a weird thing with bumble and then um i started facebook dating back when it Mm -hmm. first came out uh that was a mistake um (laughs) (laughs) that was the absolute worst mistake i have ever made when it came to my dating life oh my gosh um I just had so many middle-aged men trying to reach out to me and it was the grossest thing ever. <laughs> oh my goodness. You, you can set parameters on that one, right? Or no, on the Facebook dating, can you tell it like your age limit and all that or no? I think you can. It's been years since I've been on it, but I think you can. Okay. And I think the reason why I had so many middle-aged men come at me is because I didn't know how to set mm. those uh, parameters at the time. And then once I got the hang of it, then I started setting it and, but still it was, it was a mess. (laughs) So tell me this. So you're on dating apps. You haven't had a serious relationship. So are you looking for a serious relationship or are you just looking to date right now? Like what, what is that for you right now? What is the like commitment level, I guess, since you haven't really been in a long-term relationship? I, I want a relationship. I want a long-term relationship. But I think a lot of, I think the main reason why I'm not in one, I guess, is because, you know, I'm, I'm a plus size woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really had a good, um, what's the word? 
I've never really had a good experience when it came to dating as a plus size woman, Um, Mm. you know, with a lot of childhood trauma, a lot of people, especially bullies always coming up to me and um, asking me out as a joke and uh, uh, basically always told that I was a fat cow on the street. Wow. So I don't know. I think, I think that's one of the big reasons why I haven't really found a relationship. Um, but recently I've gotten to the point where, you know what, I just said, fuck it. And I'm just going to go out and start dating. And if they don't like me, that's their problem, not mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I absolutely. Yes. You, (laughs) I'm like, you have to have that attitude of, and it's so crazy that you're talking about this. So I took, I have a 10 year old daughter and I took her to the doctor today and her and I, um, she is, she's like a very skinny and tall girl, right? And she's always telling herself, or she tries to tell herself that she's fat, right? So her and I have been working a lot on body image, right? Um, and I'll walk around like the house or whatever, I'm getting dressed and I'll walk around like in my bra and like my shorts or whatever, and like my stomach will hang out. And she'll come up and like before she used to do it a lot. She would like jiggle my belly or she'd be like, mom, is there a baby in there? You know? And at first I would get really self-conscious about it. And I was like, no, if I'm going to teach my daughter about loving herself and loving her body and her body image, then I need to be comfortable with, you know, everything that flubs and flaps everywhere, you know? So, so yeah. So I walk around like that with, you know, my stomach and my like flabby arms hanging around and she'll come and touch me and, you know, or like, you know, try to hug me when I'm like standing there and she'll tell me, she's like, mom, you're so pretty. And you know, your, your belly is so pretty. Like, so now she's like learned to kind of really give herself that like self love talk, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so her and I always talk about body image. We're always, you know, trying to, I'm trying to always tell her that she needs to accept herself. Right. And not worry about what other people think or, or, you know, just not worry about like what she sees. So we went to the doctor today for her checkup and the doctor was talking to her about her weight and her height and telling her how like perfectly proportionate she is, right. Her height to weight. Cause she's so lean and she's so tall and it. Like her BMI is like at a good level. So everything was perfect. And I was telling her, I was like, you see, I told you like your body is perfect just the way it is. And so, um, so yeah, so that's really important is definitely <clears throat> getting to that level of self-comfort where you just yes. don't care. And it's the yeah. same thing with dating, right? Because I'm older. I started dating when I was 37 and, uh, already had two kids, you know, I had two C-sections. So my stomach has like, and I just actually discovered new stretch marks this week. And, um, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so there's different things about my body that I know that I'm very self-conscious about, but I'm definitely, you know, not worried about it, especially not, you know, in the dating scene. I always think like, if a guy's going to like me, he has to like, like all the stretch marks, all the flabs, like, I don't care. Um, so yeah, I think yes, I've noticed that a lot. I noticed that a lot in the guys that I've started dating recently where like, um, we would fool around and like, they would touch my stomach and usually I don't like people touching my stomach um but these guys they were they were so nice about it I guess you could say Mm -hmm. that they didn't make me feel self-conscious they didn't make me feel like oh I need to scooch away from them or I need to shy away um but no they were really they were really into it (laughs) and so do you think that was a really do you think that's probably because you're more comfortable with it and you're like, you know, you've already told yourself like, fuck it, I'm just going to date and do my thing. 
I think that has a lot to do with it because I've always heard of guys liking women who are very confident in themselves. And, you know, until recently, I never wore form-fitting clothes. I mean, like everything was loose and baggy and made me look bigger than I actually am. And so during the summer, I was like, this is when I was going through my body image transformation. Um, I said, fuck it. I'm going to get myself some body um what's the word a body suit no not body suits but like form-fitting clothes that shut off my my body okay and so so I think that has a lot to do with it with my confidence and showing off a little bit without without showing off too much right (laughs) Right. gotta make sure you're you know keeping it a little secret for them but oh yeah no definitely (laughs) So, I mean, I think that's what really is causing them to, you know, like me, I guess, in a way, because um, yeah. I have that confidence. Well, I'm working up that confidence and I'm not afraid to show off my body anymore. That's good. I love that. Um, and so what kind of men are you dating? Like, you say you're 26, so are you dating older guys or younger guys or like your age? What, what is like your age limit for that? So for, for me, I like to keep my guys within a five to seven year age difference older. Okay. Okay. Um, so they can be the same age as I am, or they can be seven to eight years older than I am. Um, because I feel like if I go any younger than my age, it will be like a little, a little messy. I don't want to have to deal with um, young 20 20s mess and everything no I went through that with some friends and I don't want to experience it myself (laughs) so yeah I I tend to I tend to go for guys a little bit older than I I am so you're dating older guys in so are you finding you said they're all coming from dating apps oh yeah yeah tinder hinge um yeah and so what like so is it like you go on one date and then like it just doesn't come with a follow-up date or are all of your dates like are you purposely doing just like you know single dates or how is how does that work for you so usually I will go in and just um I'll have a date with them and then I will text them later that night or the next day saying hey I had a fun time um maybe we can do this again sometime and more often than not they agree to it and we have a second, third, fourth, fourth date. Um, but I think recently I've really gotten into my hoe phase. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm just, I'm just sleeping around. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if that's what you, you know, if you're not ready for that level of commitment and you're just trying to explore and get to know yourself, it's definitely a phase that I think a lot of us go through where it's like, you know what? I don't really care to be one with one person right now. I'm just going to figure myself out. And especially if you're also kind of um, trying to improve your self body image, I think that that's definitely a phase, you know, and it's something yeah, that definitely. it seems very, yeah. you know, legit to me. Um, and you know, it's funny that you uh-huh. mentioned it because I don't want to brag because I don't know, but I'm currently talking to about seven or eight guys right now. Oh, my oh God. wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't, I can't believe I just said that. 
but but is it like so for me and so there are dating experts that actually say that that's a good method right is for you to Mm -hmm. actually talk to three to four guys at one time um for me it's something that I've never been able to do because I I don't first of all I don't have that amount of time right like Mm -hmm. I just can't my other thing is like to have to juggle so many people I'm like I don't have time for it but is it something for you? Like you've definitely been able to do that and like kind of juggle it all. You know, funny enough, it I have been able to do that, and I don't understand how because <laughs> <laughs> because one, I'm still like in school and I'm working full time, and I don't know how I was able to do it. But I mean, it, it's for me, it's kind of easy because I'm. I think the system that I keep is. I put their name and then whether or not I met them in Hinge or Tinder or wherever. And then um, I make a point to like only talk to Tinder guys during these two days or Hinge guys these other days. So it's 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 a little bit easier when you break it down like that. <laughs> you have your rotation then, as they say. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, okay. So now let's get into like, I was trying to get your story, right? Because we don't know each other. And so I was just trying to figure it all out. Um, So now that we know all of this, so tell us a little bit about like, what has been your kind of best experiences? And it, you know, it could be one or two or just one, one really good kind of date that you've kind of uh, come from or um, like a really bad experience that you're just like, I can't believe this happened to me. Well, what, I guess I'm going to go with the bad experience. I know a lot of people have like worse stories than what I'm about to tell you, but this mm-hmm. one is just off the wall. And I don't understand any of it. So, okay. So when Facebook dating first came out, I was fresh out of high school and I said, you know what? I'm just going to give it a try. I matched with this guy who, who I thought was pretty cute and all of a sudden, we just started talking like nonstop every day for a week. Well, it got to the point where he would constantly want to communicate every five seconds. Like as soon as you sent it, he'd be right there reading it and then responding to it. That got a little too much for me. Um, so I ghosted him. I blocked him on everything. <laughs> oh, wow. And so, yeah. So about a year goes by, my friend convinces me to download Bumble um I see him on there um so (laughs) I (laughs) I swiped right on him I don't know why but oh my god I didn't reach out to him at all or anything and so another year or two goes by and I download hinge and I see him on there twice once during like the first two months of having hinge and then um about a year and a half later, I see him again. Uh, I don't match with him at all. And then on Tinder, I want to say back in October of last year, mm-hmm. 2021, um, I was really big on Tinder. Bro, I saw him on there twice in one week. Wow. And I said, you know what, Karis, this isn't a sign. Just <laughs> give him a chance. Give him another chance. <laughs> Um, let's see where this goes. So right. we, met. I just swiped right on him. 
we matched instantly and I didn't realize he had found me too. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so we start talking and he's like, Hey, he, he reached out to me first. He was like, Hey, um, I'm kind of glad I was able to catch you again. And I was thinking, Oh my gosh, you remember me? And he said, yeah, I remember you because you ghosted me on that Facebook and then you never reached out to me on Bumble. And I was like, Oh, oh wow. Holds grudges. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you're really going to hold that against me, aren't you? And he says, yeah, but I mean, you can make it up to me if we go out on a date. And I said, okay, fine. So we, we were talking, texting for about 24 hours. And then we decided to go to, um, a nice little Italian restaurant over on mm-hmm. 45. Mm-hmm. And this was, this restaurant is like bougie on a budget, but it was still <laughs> kind of upscale. Okay. Uh-huh. So I said, okay, well, well, let's go here and um, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Well, leading up to it, he would text me, what are you doing? Where are you? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, we've only been texting for like 17 hours at this point. You don't need to know everything. Right. And so um, it comes time for the date and I'm leaving my house and I say, hey, I'm heading out um is there anything I need to know to make sure I know it's you like what are you wearing blah 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 and he says oh well I'm gonna be wearing red and black because those are my favorite colors and I'm thinking oh okay I don't really need to know right now (laughs) um (laughs) but I said okay I'm I'm just wearing a dress he says okay so I get there tell me why tell me why this dude comes out of the restaurant because he had already gotten our table he comes out of the restaurant with a red sweatshirt and black sweatpants and some slides <laughs> oh that's crazy and you went to the italian restaurant it just hit me yes. i was like oh no like I, when he said he was going to be wearing red and black right i thought he meant like a red button-down shirt black little vest or something right or some not sweatpants and a sweatshirt uh, and some slides. Yeah, that's not cool. So we start sitting, we're sitting down and we start talking and all of a sudden I notice that he can't keep his eyes open for more than four seconds. Oh, wow. So that instantly tells me that he's high. Right. He took something before the date. And the entire time I'm like, looking at him trying to make sure are is his are his eyes closed like what what the hell is going on and And are you guys like talking like is there a conversation going on oh yeah we're we're talking like nonstop, and but he just cannot keep his eyes open and so he's like he's like going on and on about his ex and how she couldn't communicate blah 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 and i'm getting these vibes where oh you're one of those guys who wants to know every single thing every five seconds and that's not gonna fly with me yeah because <laughs> he was saying that she could not she cannot keep a conversation going and I'm thinking okay was she really that bad or are you really that that into everything that she well, I mean it just sounds like he was a lot clingy too soon you know like oh. there was it was oh, yes. much too soon kind of thing. Oh, yes. And he was saying, 
um, so we're going to do matching pajamas this Christmas, right? What? Or he said, yeah, yeah, 24 hours in, matching pajamas. Oh I said, oh, um, we'll, we'll see. And then he says, and I'm booking a cruise in March. Are you going to go with me? And I was like, oh, yeah, he's super clingy. And so wow. not only that, he had ordered four or five margaritas. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he so aside was, from being high, he was getting drunk. <laughs> yes. And being super clingy the entire time. And I was like, oh, God, uh, wow. yeah, I made I made the right choice in the past. This is not this is not it. <laughs> And so how did you get away from it? How did you get like out of the date and then like stop talking to him? So we met like at six o'clock and around like 830. Uh-huh. Um, I said, hey, I'm really sorry to do this, but I have to go help my coworker, which is Claudia because she had her um, tamale thing going on. Oh, that's funny. So I said, hey, I have to help my coworker early in the morning tomorrow. Um I have to head home now, but it was really nice to meet you. And he's like, oh, okay, let me walk you to your car. Bro, he gets up out of the booth and he's like, like staggering. Like he cannot walk straight. Oh, like, wow. Oh, oh, God. So he walks me to my car and I say, hey, I'll text you uh, when I get home. And um, I texted him. I was home and I blocked him on everything again. <laughs> Oh my God. He went from blocked to blocked. Yes. He went from blocked to super blocked. That yes. is crazy. So, okay. So have you seen him again on any of your dating apps recently? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Oh my God. That sounds crazy. But you know what? There's some guys like that. And I mean, I'm pretty sure there's girls like that too, right? That like, it's like day oh, one, sure. like, okay, when are we getting married? You know, kind of thing. For so, sure. Oh my God. That's crazy. That's, I've that's definitely a good one. <laughs> um, you know, what's the craziest part about it? All within uh-huh. 24 hours. Yeah. 24 hours only. It was, oh my God. I was creeped out. <laughs> no. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. Um, so one of the things that I always ask on my date, on my dates, on my podcast is, um, who pays for the first date? Is that something that you, um, like have experienced like on this date right like this guy did he pay for all his four margaritas that he drank oh yes I made sure he paid for all of his margaritas all his appetizers because I didn't have anything um so usually if I go to a very nice restaurant and if I'm the one who suggested this particular place um I always say hey this place can be a bit pricey do you want to split the bill or do you want me to pay for it since I suggested this place? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I've always been very conscious about, you know, being respectful in that aspect. Right. Um, Because, because, you know, if you invite someone to a very, very expensive restaurant, you can't expect them to pay more or less for everything. You right. have to pay only for yourself. Well, this is just how I feel. I feel like you should always pay for yourself or offer to pay the whole thing since you were the one who invited them to that place. Now, if he had invited me to that restaurant, then I would obviously expect him to pay <laughs> or at least so offer even, the same. 
even if he like, okay, even if he invites you on a first date and he mm-hmm. t- and he tells you, well, you tell me where you want to go. So you would still, you would still expect to split that bill or you would expect him to pay for it? I would expect him to pay for it because if he's one of those guys who does not take initiative and says, where do you want to go? Right. Um, you know, hell, I could have a first date at Chick-fil-A for all I care. Right. Um, so, and I've actually had first dates at Chick-fil-A. So really, yes, yes. And I will tell you, those are some of the best dates that you can ever have because you get to see them in like the, I guess the natural element, because, you know, they're not having to put on such a facade at like a very nice restaurant, but yeah, I've always, if they, if they ask me to pick a place, I'll always try to go for a lower price range, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Mm-hmm. That way they don't have to worry about busting the bank or whatever. Right. But I don't know. That's just how I feel about that. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, it makes sense. Um, for me, I definitely know that like if the guy is asking me out and you know, I've never had anybody not want to pay for a first date. You know, I've mm-hmm. always been uh thankfully like the guys have all been willing to pay for the first date. But mm-hmm. Um, every once in a while, like, especially if I feel like there's not really a connection there. Um, I always offer to pay at least my stuff, you know, to pay half. Right. Um, but definitely like if it's a good date and I feel like the connection's there, then, you know, I'll maybe offer and hopefully the guy will be like, no, you're fine, you know, and I won't have to pay. But, you know, uh, for the most part, like, um, if it's a good date and the connection's there, you know, I let them pay and then, I think if it continues, you know, and then later down the line, um, I'll end up paying for, you know, for stuff anyway, you know, I'll get us tickets for something or, right. or end up paying for dinner or whatever it is. But um, I think initially for me, I always kind of let the guy pay, you know, right. um, I, had a, I had a date recent, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. So I recently had a date where um, this was supposed, there was, this was our second date. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went to this really nice restaurant and um, he had said, hey, I want to take you to this place. Let's go here for dinner. I'll meet you after work. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay. So we go there and the, the waitress says, hey, are you ready for the check? And he says, he immediately says, yes, bring it to me. And like to him specifically. And so I was like, hey, do you want to split the bill? Because this was like a very upscale in the Heights restaurant, okay? So um, I said, do you want to split the bill? And he said, no, you're good. Mm-hmm. I got it. So the waitress comes back, puts the receipt on his side upside down. So I can't see it. So I snatch it. Oh my gosh, it was $80 for two bowls of ramen and an appetizer. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I was like, bro, this is so expensive. I cannot ask you to pay for this. And he said, no, you're fine. I got it. I was like, but this is so I've never paid $80 for two people. Uh-huh. And he says, yeah, you're fine. I got it. <laughs> so, I mean, he was, he paid for it and everything. I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so bad because it was so expensive. Oh, Though I think for sure, like if the guy's willing to pay more than likely for me, it's like, well, if they are willing to pay, it's because they can afford it. Right. So I think for me, like the theory has been like, 
if you can't afford to go out on a date, then you shouldn't be dating. I, I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere, right? Like yeah. you shouldn't be dating Absolutely. if it's not something. If you and you know what? That's funny. I think I told my son that I was like, no, sir. You know, if you cannot, because he's only 12, and we were talking about girls one afternoon. I don't even know what how that came up, and he said something about, or I said something about when you go out with a girl, make sure you always pay. And so um, I'm like, if not, you know, you shouldn't even be dating. If you can't afford to pay for a girl, then you shouldn't be dating. Um, so I think that's just kind of something that um, a lot of guys maybe, you know, are used to and that they don't mind it. But definitely, um, that's funny. But um, so my last question, um, I was looking at my questions. So I'm telling you, I have new questions and I'm trying to make sure that I, I get some of these. So I know. What do you think, I mean, because you're so young, what has been some of the best um, kind of dating advice that you've gotten? Always be honest. Um, that's what I was always told. Um, be as honest as you can. If you don't feel comfortable doing something, make sure to let him know or just let your partner know in general. Um, if you do like something, whether it be just you know, around the house or in bed, you need to be vocal about what you like and what you dislike. You need to be as open and as honest as possible because um, um, a lot of people go around and they date to not only, I don't know, I guess, I guess they go around and they date and they're not honest with the person that they're on the date with. Like for me, I am cool with just about anything so long as the guys are honest with me. Like if they just need a friend or friends with benefits or um, a therapist, I mean, mm. or they just want to fuck. I'm, I'm okay. They just need to be honest yeah. with me. So I've always like straight off the bat, right off the bat, I always tell them, look, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is what I expect. Um, and I expect the same in return from you. Um, I understand that you might not be able to put it into words, but I do need you to try and explain to me as best as possible. And, you know, almost I've had success with almost all the guys that I talk to and say that to. So that's been one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever gotten and funny enough I got that from my manager <laughs> oh wow but yeah it's true I think the more honest that we can be with ourselves and with each other it makes a lot of things easier right because then you Absolutely. kind of you know you know where your feelings are going to be you can kind of put your feelings in check where you're like you know what this is just going to be a friendship this is just going to be a one-night thing you know or this is just going to be an you know just like like you said friends with benefits kind of ongoing thing like you learn not to attach your emotions to that. And it's, it's a lot easier to kind of detach yourself and be like, okay, this person doesn't want anything with me. And I'll know that at any you know point in time, I can move on without anybody being hurt, hopefully. Right. And you know what that reminds me of? It's this um, one scene in the new Spider-Man movie where MJ was saying, always expect disappointed, disappointment and you won't be disappointed. And, and I've always... I've always lived by that. I just never had it put into words until I went and saw that movie. But that's mm -hmm. definitely one of the things that I live by. Um, expect disappointment and always be honest. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I, I've just always been like, I don't know. 
it's just it makes it easier for you to be able to move on if it do, if things don't work out right definitely definitely and it's, it's definitely sometimes it just has to be that way like you know it just has to be that way sometimes so I definitely understand that um oh my god Karis thank you so much for being on the show today I'm so glad that you agreed to it and um I feel like you really shared a lot with us and I'm, I'm excited to um get this posted and shared um so I don't know usually our guests I'm sorry I'm sorry. Well, thank you for having me on here. I know this is like one of the first, one of the things that you don't do is like, because I've heard it on previous episodes, because I did listen to your uh, podcast, because where um, you would, you don't really um, go to people that reach out to you, you reach out to them. So I was very surprised that you agreed to this. And I, I want to thank you so much for agreeing to this. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Usually, um, it's, it's turned into like, you know, a, a two-way thing. Sometimes like people will reach out and I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then, um, I, like I said, with Claudia being someone that I know and her and I, like, you know, we've talked a lot about my podcast and this, so I, I know that she's going to send me, you know, good guests. So I wasn't worried at all about reaching out and making sure that, you know, that we connected. Um, so usually I share, I don't know if you're like on social media or if you want to share that, you don't have to. Um, we'll just, if anything, um, I can tag you like in our, in my posts, whenever I do it, um, whenever I, I post the, the podcast or make it live, but, but, uh, thank you so much for being on and for sharing your stories and for being so open and honest and just vulnerable, because I know that sometimes that's kind of hard, you know, especially when we're going through like these body image things or, you know, for myself, like I said, I started dating when I was 37. So it's definitely been kind of an adjustment of like, what if, you know, these guys aren't going to like me because I have kids and I, you know, I have this belly and I have this and I have that. So it's definitely been something that I, I've also kind of personally worked through. Yeah, well, you know what they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, I mean, these experiences that we have, you know, they're for the best. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much again. And thank you guys for listening to today's episode.